that's right. <laughs> hype man? Yeah. Well, that's what that's what the, the second dog always is, is the hype man. Oh, I thought you were saying I should be the hype man. Fine. I don't even care. How far back do I need to go? To... There! <laughs> now nobody can see it. See, that's why mine was... This is nice, because... Ow, I poked myself in the eye. Yeah, well, um, I didn't think about it until now, and all of my cosplays are, like, from here down, so... I suppose we could just jump right in. Is that cool? Yeah. If we want yeah. to. Are you ready, John? I'm ready as I'm ever going to be. Are you coagula coagulated? Coagulated enough. Okay. Are you juicy? You're juicy enough? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for using these adjectives to describe things for me. You're welcome. Are you asking him if he's moist? He's so moist. Knew that one was coming. Knew it. Quivering, even. <laughs> getting back to it so you might notice that we're wearing costumes some of us no I mean Mark is dressed up as a, a 30s hipster I'm a hipster that's right exactly see profile full on floppy hat what are you drinking Mark drinking some uh Bourbon. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's tasty. I thought it was going to be an old fashioned. I was like, "That's perfect for your costume." Ah oh, man, no, that'd be PBR. <laughs> that, that would that yeah. would really tie it all together. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You'll you'll understand in a minute. God, you did did that hurt, John? It did hurt my. It hurt me a little bit. Internal. It's close. It's, close. it's real close. Yeah. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us for this. Delightful Halloween session of an absentia. <laughs> My name's Steve, and I am the GM tonight. We're going to be doing our actual play 5e Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I invite all of you to give us a follow. Above me, I have John. Hi, hi everyone. I'm I'm John. Wait, what's what's that behind me? What what is? Oh no! Oh no! They know the curse. No! 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 Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no! No! Please! Not like this! No! Told me to time this. Yo, bros. Hey, how's it going? Do you guys want any of this? This is, is perfect. I love this. Nice to meet everybody. How's it going? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bush light. Power chug, chug, chug. Yeah. Chug, chug, chug. Oh, oh it feels good. Oh, yeah. Haven't been out in a while, bros. Yeah, it's it's just me, John. You know, the the cursed one, the thirstiest manis, the brocantho. You know, a werebro. Oh yeah, whenever I see an unchugged beer, I transform into a horrifying monster, bros. 
but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, what were we doing? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, tonight I will be qu playing Quill, the uh, the red Tabaxi wizard with the lizard. So uh, I hand it back to you, Steve. Oh yeah. I don't think you had enough of your beer. I I didn't. I didn't. I gotta finish this. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so tasty. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, Bush, Bush Light doesn't sponsor us. Please, please never sponsor us. <laughs> uh, please, please take away from me, please. We have Anne. I'm just Anne. I play the Kenku Rogue and... My dog just wants to announce to the world that the neighbor dog is peeing, so I'm muted. I wore a corset, and he still did more work to do his costume than I did. <laughs> you have no idea. He sacrificed so much tonight. You look thirsty, John. Why does drinking this hurt? <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Mark. Hold on, before I go, John, is that fake blood or did you do something oh, no, to your face? <laughs> I made I made fake blood. Okay. <laughs> he attempted to claw his face off after drinking bush light. Oh, it was it was before. It was during uh it was during the transformation. I rubbed it all over my face. <laughs> it, it just looks like you have a bloody like a broken nose. The the amount of conversation we had about what the possible types of beer would be for this bit is phenomenal well you missed your opportunity for natty light um it was discussed okay so, so is hams and old milwaukee and pbr oh man well i'm mark i'm just my normal self being myself and i'm play ziggurat the dragonborn sorcerer that was delightful i I can't get over that. this whole thing. Yeah, this is worth it. Totally. Of, for of me. Course, bros. I mean, what wouldn't a party be without, you know, everybody's favorite werebro? I don't, I don't want to take down the other one. I, I knew John had an inner fuck boy. <laughs> a a lichen bro. Bro, bro, you look so thirsty, bro. Don't make me, do it. Don't make me take the other one down, please. Just kill Quill. Just kill me. It's better. We almost, we were looking and we saw a thing of hams. And I was like, you don't want a 30 pack of hams? Why not, John? <laughs> He's like, no. It's only $3. <laughs> and then I said, even if he had lost a bet and we had sworn on blood, I would not make him drink a 30 pack of hams. That's, that's too mean. Even for me, and that's really saying something. So, last episode, we we had a lot, right? Yeah. Who wants to do our recap tonight? I think our friendly werebro should. In character. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I can, I can do that for you, bro. Uh, so, the amazing party of uh, Quill, Zigrit, and Story traveled to a new town. I don't remember the town. I think you mean Stowry. 
Stowry, oh yeah. Mm. Mm, my blood tastes good too. Uh, but we traveled to a new town where we discovered that uh, mysterious things were afoot after Sigrid had an encounter with a fey creature of the wild. A large uh, buck, yeah. That told him that danger was afoot in our travels and that we should make haste. So we entered the town and discovered uh, uh, various groups of things, some shady-looking characters and an elderly couple that was looking pretty down in the dumps. So in a, an effort to assuage their sorrow, we asked them what was wrong. They told us their granddaughter was missing, which is a real bummer, dude. And so we, we offered to help them, but uh, in, in a semi-awkward way, we uh, maybe showcased that we're magic people a little too heavy and scared those old people, but uh, got some information out of them about a tavern that we should go investigate, and a fine merchant of, of uh, hot ice, where we uh, traveled to, bought us a diamond, and had a discussion with a small gnome shopkeeper and their magic unicorn compatriot, I believe, a business yep. partner. Uh, then, then we went to the tavern, had a, a few brewskis and had a nice chat with some fine folk about uh, this small girl and her whereabouts Sphere on night. the Sverne and the uh, whereabouts she of her during her last scene day. And uh, got, got a real weird story from a fine dude about uh, abductions and a strange light and some tentacles. Unfortunately, we could not confirm his story at the time because he was he was pretty drunk. But he he guaranteed that it was true, though everyone else gave him a lot of a lot of shit about it. But in the end, we uh, we exited town, traveled towards one of these defunct mines that that fine gentleman showed us, and uh, discovered some large pumpkins. Yeah, and Quilt, being the bro he is. Decided to uh, to see what these pumpkins were about. It's, it's the first time he's ever seen them, so he was like, "Yo, these pumpkins are pretty loot. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go touch it." And then the pumpkin came alive, and Quill was Quill was not super hyped about that. That was pretty bad. If I never have to hear our werebro say "touch it" ever again, I think I'll die happy. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, I think that about covers it, right? I think you are correct. Cool, cool. Well, I'm gonna I'll, I'll get into my proper character voice instead of being just a uh, your friendly werebro, and I, I think that uh, sets us in the story. Unless you have something else. Nope, I think that is pretty pretty darn good. So, internet, this is a. This this was a test case for if you want us to advertise your stuff, I will make a bit for it. I can't guarantee it will be good, but you can pay us money and someone will laugh about it. Can I... Can I please go get my actual drink, Steve? Or do I have to finish this bushel? No, finish it. 
Finish it like the bro you are. So tasty. It's not tasty at all. I feel it would have been it would have been more funny if I used the fake blood to just like slowly mark my face as I drank the bush light because it's killing me. I'll let you guys control those from here on out. We, uh, if I remember correctly, I was next to a pumpkin. You were next to a pumpkin. Probably that pumpkin. Cool. (laughs) We did it. I don't, I was, uh, was I on my way back or was I back to you guys? Because I, like, I came over here. I believe you were behind Sigrid. You, like, went and hid behind Sigrid. That's right. Because that is always my tactical. It's a smart tactic. Yes. Unfortunately, your soft, squishy wizard wouldn't touch the big, big mean thing. So the real question is, where's the monster? That's true. Where is your monster? He poked a pumpkin. We didn't see a monster yet. We just saw vines that, um, these odd vines with giant pumpkins attached to them. Didn't it turn? I I feel like it turned around and had a mouth on it. I vaguely remember it turned around and had a mouth on it, and then I said, Sigrid, I don't like pumpkins. So, as we said last episode, Quill, not knowing what a pumpkin was, was asking some questions about what pumpkins were and why people ate them, stuff like that, and ended up going near one and poking it, right? I did indeed poke the pumpkin. Poked it so hard. And it moved. Raised itself up, I think, and started rolling forward on a bunch of vines that it was using, like, arms or limbs. You poke this creature, this pumpkin, and it turns and opens this gaping maw. And an eerie light and mist spill out from this maw and eyes. And it starts clawing its way forward along the ground on these vines towards you. I believe it's time to roll for initiative. Oh boy. Oh boy. It'll be a three for the old Ziggurtmeister. Quill got a 14. Story? Story? You're muted. The fun part is when I'm going to be muted and I'm going to unmute myself to yell at my dog. Unnatural 20. Story is always just going to take the lead with this. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So the pumpkin in front of Quill leaps towards you and one of its vines whips out. Does a 10 hit? Surprisingly uh, not weird okay and then it's story's turn story's gonna do the thing she is going to crawl up on ziggurat's back as high as she can go and she's gonna pull out her crossbow it has a light inside like you know when you see is it a jack-o'-lantern now and there's a light inside it yeah, essentially, it looks like a, a really angry, creepy jack-o'-lantern with mist pouring out of its mouth. 
Okay, so she's going to try to hit in the eye socket or the mouth. I mean, if Ziggurat's not going to react and throw her off. Um, I think to actually climb on someone, you have to do an acrobatics. Oh, no. I, I don't, I wonder how you're going to be able to do that. 19 plus 9 is 28. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're on Ziggurat. <laughs> <laughs> Riding up like a pony. Does a 19 hit? It does. Do I qualify for sneak attack? He's adjacent to an ally. Yeah, yes. All right. So the crossbow does 11 damage with 20 damage. Holy shit. Okay. I mean, 11 plus 9. Yeah. Yeah, that hits and it rocks back for just a second. Essentially, like, innards just start spilling out of its mouth and eye, and the light dims quite a bit for just a second, and then it brightens up just a little bit. And I'm just gonna stay on Ziggurat, have the high ground. It's now, he's gonna have to do the entire fight now with, like, the kid on the shoulders. I think to just maintain that position, especially if Ziggurat moves... When it's your turn, I'll have you just do another acrobatics, which I'm sure you'll do just fine. Oh, no. Whatever will I do? Quill? Let's see, what do I want to do? Being up in, in the face of this pumpkin. Quill also crawls on the back of Ziggurat. <laughs> <laughs> Protect me. Does the Scooby-Doo jump right on him? <laughs> Ziggurat only has a strength of 12. Now is the time for bad decisions. Uh, let's let's use up one of those spell slots and cast Chromatic Orb. Hey, look at this! You're using your new toy. Yeah, I kind of instinctively pull this brand new diamond from my pocket and point at this creature. And since I am in melee, I believe I have disadvantage on a spell attack. Uh, it would be a fifteen to hit. At disadvantage. No, yeah, it's if you're in melee and use a spell, I'm you have disadvantage. It's it's more it's well it's ranged attacks. It'd be it's so it's not okay. whether it's magic or not. It's just... oh yeah, oh, so it ranged yeah it's a ranged attack. So all right, so yeah, a fifteen still hits. Level one, it is three d eight. So I fire. Oh, I have to choose an element. Pumpkins don't like acid, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Instinctively, fearfully, I throw acid at this thing, which is probably not going to be a comforting reminder of uh, past events. I do 18 damage. Tell me how this pumpkin dies. Just just a gout of acid pours over this pumpkin, and it, much like uh, hydrochloric acid eating through sodium, you watch as the pumpkin is devoured and kind of smolders and smokes, and the pumpkin is no more. As the pumpkin is kind of shrinking in and melting, this otherworldly scream comes from it. Oh, it's um, different than the pumpkin pie I'm used to at home, Quill. A little bit, anyway. I, I do not recommend eating that. 
And then as you're looking out on this field, leading up to the mine, you see three more sets of glowing eyes open and turn towards you. Uh, story, pats on his head and points at the door. All right, head to the door. So, so are pumpkins normally like this? Um, no, not at all. <laughs> good, good. I would say there's one. Turston and the mountain region yeah. are, are much different than the desert. Well, I mean, they are, uh, but not like this. We, we normally don't fight our plants to the death to eat them. It's, it's... I mean, you do with animals, right? Like, uh, you, you know, I scrapped with a moose one time, but uh, never with my squash. There's other other creatures, living creatures, but uh, plants. Plants are normally you plant them and they grow and and, and you eat them. Yeah, um, uh, hold on, hold that thought. Uh, there's three more coming our way. So then it would be one of the pumpkins' turns. This one that's kind of to the northwest starts running straight for this horrible creature that just killed its brother. Uh, I see I'm the monster. And it makes it just out of range. And one of its long tentacles whips out. Jeez. Does a 13 hit? To a quill? Yes, it would hit. If not for Quill using his reaction to instinctively pull up this this barrier, the tentacle gets close and kind of gets like knocked back with the power of shield. Nice. So I have um, extra AC for the time being. You see this long vine whip out and kind of gets just redirected by your shield, but it kind of whips out and then kind of almost grasps and then it shrinks back towards the pumpkin for just a moment then the other pumpkin monster to the east starts running towards the ziggurat story conglomerate <laughs> let's be fair it's the ziggurat story tower Totem. Totem. <laughs> and it's going to lash out its ziggurat. Because it doesn't fully understand that it's a separate entity. Right. <laughs> so this could be fun. Does a 16 hit? Shield. <laughs> I cast shield as a reaction as well. And it would, but it did not. Okay, and again, just this vine whips out, lashes out, and looks like it's trying to grasp or grip at your legs, and then draws back towards the pumpkin. Yeah, kind of like shield right at the ground. like Just redirects it. Good thing it didn't redirect it up. Right? <laughs> and then the last 
pumpkin, which is slightly smaller than the others, and starts running forward. And he gets to about right next to his brethren and takes a, another poke at Quill, since he's just kind of in the lead there. That misses, like, for sure. Yeah, and the tentacle just whips out, but it just grasps a rock, and then the rock gets pulled towards the pumpkin's maw, and then into it disappears. Then it goes to uh, Ziggret. All right, Ziggret's going to take a step forward. Sorry, story. And uh, just going to... All I can think of is your Master Blaster from Thunderdome. I am going to cast, not cast, use uh, my Breath Weapon, uh, which will hit both of them in front of me here. Um, they have to save on a 12, a DC 12 saving throw, dexterity saving throw. The larger Ooh. one does not. Okay. Neither does the smaller one. All right. I tilt back a little bit and I say, hey, hold on, story. And I I just let out a cone of frozen air in, in their direction. And neither of them save, so they both take the full 10 on a 1d10 roll nice. damage of cold nice. damage. Story takes a crossbow and goes, yeah. <laughs> no one sees it, but yeah, she's hyping you. <laughs> you can feel the hype. I can. Well, I can feel the, the bouncing. Yes. <laughs> okay. And then we would go to Story's turn. The biggie that he just hit. Mm hmm. I'm going to hit it with a crossbow. Okay. 17 to hit. That is a hit. And technically, it's not in melee with me. So I can sneak attack it. Oh, yeah. We're not in melee with anything anymore. Nine plus eight is 17 damage. 17 damage. All right. So the larger pumpkin gets hit. And again, that light winks out instantly. And then it just drops and crumbles into rotten pumpkin flesh. And let's see, how far away are you? I think technically you wouldn't get sneak attack on that, just FYI. Oh. To get sneak attack, you, you have to have advantage on your roll, or the person you're attacking has to be in melee with an enemy of theirs. Technically they have reach, uh... so you're still within melee range of them. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, other biggin is toast. I will remember that for next time. I won't remember, but I'll try to remember that for next time. So that would put us to other pumpkin. Little pumpkin. Little pumpkin is going to lash out at Sigrid. Because of this breath weapon that just hurt him very badly. Mm, that's fair. Can I cast shield as a reaction since I'm technically in the same spot as Ziggurat? It just protects you. Yeah. Oh, never mind. So that would be a 13. Uh, that would 
be under my armor class of 14. And, and my shield is is passed now since it was the start of my turn because it's only until the start of my turn. So, But my armor class is 14, naturally. I really want one of them to get one of you guys. Because <laughs> that's when the fun stuff starts. Oh. That's okay. It already passed. And he died instantly, anyhow. Never mind. Whips out, misses, scrabbles at the dirt. Vine gets clawed back towards this pumpkin. And then it is Will's turn. Okay. Uh, kind of coming to his senses, realizing, okay, not, not in quite as much danger as I initially thought. Will is going to cast out plants don't plants don't like the cold quill's gonna cast ray of frost at the small pumpkin nearby i rolled a 20 a natural 20 plus 5 for 25 i rolled a disadvantage and got two natural 20s noise that's pretty goddamn phenomenal. i believe since it's a range attack it's a crit so yep. it is so on top of that the pumpkin seems particularly affected by the cold. Oh, so my frost breath would have done... Oh. Yeah, it did. So yeah, uh, I did a total of 14 cold damage to this tiny pumpkin. So I just kind of curl my fingers out and blast it with icy chill. Tiny pumpkin freezes solid and then starts as it slowly starts to melt over the next few seconds it just seems like it's just turning black and rotting in on itself and the light fades from inside of it and then you said tiny pumpkin right tiny pumpkin yeah tiny pumpkin is a goner that would be the other big pumpkin okay so other big pumpkin is going to go after Go after Quill. Nice. Finally. 21. And that will hit. We mentioned that these pumpkins are very large. We did. Oh, we, we did mention that, yes. We did mention that. So this vine whips out, lashes, and wraps around Quill's waist and starts drawing him slowly in towards the pumpkin and quill is shifted into the pumpkin's maw and an overwhelming heat and smell of rotting pumpkin so can can i can i say quill will uh, instinctively not not of its own volition Make a very <laughs> as as he is literally yanked off his feet into this pumpkin. Oof! Quill is going to take five damage, and then one fire damage. That hurts. You just wait. <laughs> I don't want to wait. Please don't make me. Now, Quill, you are in its maw and wrapped by entangled by vines, so you are effectively grappled for this turn. Just mechanically, I want that put out there. 
Then it goes to Ziggret. Uh, Ziggret is just going to like uh, react instinctively in his own way and um, go, uh, Will, I'm coming for you. He turned Irish in that moment and is going to cast Firebolt, which is his kind of bread and butter spell. Turn around and just hucks this uh, bolt of fire and 22 to hit. That is a hit. For eight damage. Ooh, we rolling tonight. The firebolt mm-hmm. hits mm-hmm. the side of it, and it seems like it almost sort of rolls off of the side of it. Uh-huh, it seems uh-huh. hurt and charred, but yeah. not quite as much as it should be. Right. Um, I, Because uh, I kind of turned around and I shot up at Story. Um, I don't know if you caught that, but um, it looks like they fire doesn't hit him that much that's the end of my turn I'm not going to move okay and then it would go to story story is going to aim and hope she doesn't hit quill with the crossbow 24 to hit that is a hit is it technically in melee with quill yes yes is is Quill, does he have a status on him, like restrained or something? But grappled. 20 damage. Your crossbow bolt shoots out, shoots just over Quill's shoulder and into the eye of this horrific giant pumpkin. The light snuffs out and it starts rotting around Quill. As it does, it falls over Quill. Quill, you are nauseated for the next five minutes. Quill just rolls over and goes... This is... This is quite horrible. I'm... Can it canonically sound like a cat getting a hairball out? so are we out of initiative now we're gonna keep you in initiative order okay well then i'm gonna use uh the rest of my turn can i look around yes you can absolutely you want to do a perception roll i do i rolled a three for a 19 looking around this field is covered in vines. You can see vines everywhere. They're intertwined with boulders. There's not really any natural landscape. It's pretty clear that the vines are everywhere. Interspersed here and there are pumpkins. Most of them seem rotten. There are two or three of them, however, that seem to be twitching. So as soon as I see the twitching, I start smacking Ziggurat's head and pointing towards the door and doing our danger whistle. I need to write down what whistles I have. So just to, how do I ping something? Click and hold. So there's one there. One is way out here. And then one is here. 
and cinematically I do that and then I start aiming towards the one that's near the thing but that's obviously not a turn thing yeah so to be more descriptive for the listeners yes uh, there is one kind of to the northwest again where one of the other pumpkins came from but about 15 feet further west the trail up to the mine goes in a diagonal from southwest to northeast. One of the pumpkins is further back to the southeast from where one of the large pumpkins came from. And then one of the a smaller pumpkin, the one one of the ones that's twitching, is right next to the path, about 20 feet, I think. 5, 10, 15, 20. About 20 feet from the entrance with this large barred gate to the mine. Twill pulls himself free of this rotten pumpkin corpse. No, no more, please. <laughs> no more pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah, let's head to the gate, mate. <laughs> yes, let's, let's head. Let's head inside. Anything oh, is better than this. Okay, so are you guys just booking it? Because remember, we have one just to the southeast mm-hmm. here. How impeded is Ziggurat's movement with Story on his back? How has he been doing? I, I would say logistically, it's probably half speed. When you Yeah, when you're carrying somebody, it's half movement. Okay, so now that we're not actively in combat, I'm not going to half speed him so I can aim. So I do a really cool, like, tumble thing. I still have movement, so I'm going to, like, tumble off his back and start booking it. Which, technically, I haven't moved, so I can get off his back and go. Just, just, just point me in the direction, and I can, I can get there pretty quickly. I just... So is it still, it's still Story's turn, then, to take her movement? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she hasn't used her movement. But if she's tumbling down, that would count as a movement. Yeah. Or like jumping off or whatever. Unless, I was gonna say, I think you could jump, and we'd be yeah. acrobatics. And I don't remember. Jump how is that a thing. Works, um, you can cover the number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least ten feet on foot immediately before. So you actually have to have a running start to do a long jump. Okay, so you could jump down effectively. What what I've seen is like if you're doing something that like it it would count as difficult terrain on that square. So it would probably burn 10 feet for her to get down off of me, of her movement speed. Okay, so I can get 20 feet away from... from this, Yeah, from the spot yep, you're on now. I would be fine with that. That makes sense to me. So then it would be Quill's turn? And I'm whistling. Danger whistles. Quill is using his amazing feature for being a cool cat of feline agility and moving double his movement speed so i can move 60 feet quill quill having been nauseated which just wants to get there gets to the door (laughs) feline agility lets me move double my movement speed in a single action okay or a single movement action and then i can't do it again until i don't move at all during a turn can you do a dexterity save. Dex, a dex save. I can. 
can attempt that, yeah. That is an 18 total. Nice. 16 plus 2. So with your bare paws hitting the ground here um, as fast as you can, you do feel several times like your foot just brushes against some of these vines as you're running along the path but you don't like fully connect with one and you make it all the way to the door and you don't hear anything. Um, like you don't hear any of this rustling movement that you would have heard with the other pumpkins or the screaming or anything like that. And then I, in that case, if I don't hear that rustling, I will kind of perk my ears up and use my action and reaction to hold an action of rave frost until i do hear that kind of rustling okay then it will go to ziggurat okay uh ziggurat's going to move 30 feet i'm not going to dash because i'm really kind of freaking out a little bit and especially because there's a pumpkin right here that that's the one that story pointed out um I'm going to go, oh, I don't trust this. Uh, and I kind of like swirl my wand in, in a circular motion and I'm like targeting at it. And this mist starts to form around the bottom of the pumpkin and slowly freeze as I cast Frostbite. If it's an actual target on the thing, it's going to have to take a Constitution 14 saving throw. Okay. And if it happens to fail or and or succeed, it would take four damage. Sorry, if it succeeds, it takes four damage. Hmm, let me rephrase. If it fails the saving throw of Constitution 14, it would take four damage because of my roll, and it would have disadvantage on its next uh, weapon attack roll. Specifically states weapon attack roll? That's exactly what it says. Next weapon attack roll. Okay. So four damage if it succeeds? If it failed its saving throw, yeah. It doesn't take anything. If it happens to succeed on a Constitution 14, it would nothing would happen. Okay. If it failed on the 14, then four damage and next weapon attack roll gets disadvantage. So it shudders as this cold surrounds it. And then it is... Story's turn. Story is gonna keep booking it because she can get here. Um, but she doesn't quite get to the door. So she is going to... Yeah, she's gonna ready an action. She's gonna uh, keep her crossbow up and put her her back to Quill and shoot anything that isn't Ziggurat moving. So, Story makes it all the way there. No, I don't. Because it's 35 feet to the gate. Otherwise, what my action would be would be to pick the lock. <laughs> okay. Story, can you do a dexterity saving throw? I can. Saving throws. And so I'm five feet from the door, and I rolled a 16. Okay. 
So Story, we're going to back you up here just a little bit. As you get to here, a vine whips out. Uh, does a 14 hit? No, not even a little. Okay, so you make it all the way there. The vine is clearly from the guy right next to the path. Now Ziggurat knows that that's a thing. Yeah, well, I, I saw it kind of react to my frostbite, too. Okay, yep. Gave me a pretty good indication. So then it would go to Quill. I forgot to mention, too, that that frostbite, if, if you didn't pick up on it, was four points of cold damage. But you said zero if he... If he succeeded. So if he got 14 or greater on con, okay. then... All right. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Yeah, Quill, Quill, your turn. Having not heard any like direct rustling from these creatures, we'll uh, turn towards the gate. Realize that he's not really capable at opening this gate. From last time, I don't believe I said that it was locked. Oh. There's no visible lock. There is a bar across it, if memory serves, and a broken chain. Uh, then Quill oh. will reach it. I don't think I ever... Did I Did I actually say lock? Because my notes don't say lock. I no. don't think you did. No, you just said it was an iron But gate. Anne forgot that, and I'm not asking to retcon, but damn it, that would have changed what I did. I wouldn't have Sorry. turned around and aimed at things. I, when, when you said pick the lock, it was like nagging in the back of my it, head. It got in the... my head, and I'm thinking combat, not door. Sure. Because otherwise yeah. what I would have done is just... Yeah, so it's it's barred, and there is a broken chain. Quill will reach out and try to lift this bar up to get inside. Quill, Quill wants in. Yeah, and it's it's a relatively large wooden bar across the door. Yeah, Quill Quill wants in. Quill's gonna use his action to get in. Can in the heat of the moment, can you do me an intelligence check? Oh, sure. Because there's an important thing that none of you are picking up on right here. And I'm okay if all of you want to do it. An intelligence check? Yep. With disadvantage. Disadvantage? Or with advantage for Quill? Disadvantage. Because in the heat of the moment, everyone's freaking out. Yeah, that makes sense. That'd be a six for Ziggurat. That would be a total of... Six as well for Quill. Quill's not thinking. Quill just wants in. Story's got a five. Cat brain has activated. You're you're all just you're so panicked because now potentially there's six combatants, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six combatants that have suddenly appeared in this empty field that you were not expecting. It seemed like just this quiet but creepy pumpkin patch. And now these weird pumpkins are coming out of the fucking woodwork. You don't know what's going on. And it's freaking you the fuck out. And just in this blind panic, you're all so focused on getting in the door. You can't really think of much else. But Quill, you managed to lift this wooden, this large wooden bar. It is, it's, it's pretty heavy, but it's not so heavy that it's unmanageable where I need to have you do like a strength or dex check or anything like that. 
but you manage to lift it up, heft it up, and drop it. I suddenly have an urge to get inside. It was locking something in. So you were already there. So you've lifted this up. That can be your action. You know, your use. What is it? Use action? Action, action. Or object, item action, or whatever they call it now. Um, and yeah. I'm okay. Use an object. If you want to open the door and get inside. Quill, Quill opens the door and doesn't get inside. It, Quill still cares about these other two. And, and wants to make sure they get inside. And I created an open doorway for them. Excellent. Thank you. I, I oblige. Back to Ziggurat. Okay. Ziggurat, the, the plan was to get to the door. So um, just let me check my distance here. Yeah, I'm going to move and stand right next to Quill. And let me just check my range on Frostbite. 60 feet. So yeah, I'm going to do frostbite again on that same pumpkin that is that I suspected to be a not regular pumpkin and it totally is a not regular pumpkin. So um same deal has to save on a constitution 14 throw. If it fails it takes 3 damage and same thing disadvantage on the next. It fails. Okay. And so how much damage? 3 it would be 3 cold damage and Weapon attack, it gets disadvantage because it kind of slows down from the frostbite. So you cast the spell. Are you going to move too? I did move before I cast the spell. Oh, you did move. I'm sorry. Yep. I moved about 20 feet, 15 feet, I think it was. Then we go back to story. Uh, she's going to full on like you see in the in the in the cop and war movies go in ready to sh to shoot something if she needs to and make sure it's safe for the guys. She's going in. Story, can you do a perception check with disadvantage? 13. Story, you cross this threshold and you see blood. Dried, black, peeling blood on the inside of the gate. And it almost looks like raked fingers on the gate. Like someone was trying to claw at the door. So she's all of like five feet through her uh, her movement? Yeah, you're not far in. Literally just happened to look over and like, what the fuck? Story is then going to step back out of the gate, close the door, frantically go, no, and start aiming her crossbow at whatever's moving while holding the door closed with her back and making the frantic, like, no, no. So then it goes to Sad Little Pumpkin. Sad Little Pumpkin's friends are all dead. You horrible, horrible monsters have have hurt all of his family. Uh, he's going to use his vines. He's going to claw his way over this boulder. And he's going to go right here. And he's going to attack Ziggurat with his vines. 
I knew, I could tell, did not look like a normal pumpkin. 20? That hits. Uh, even if I tried to use shield, that would hit. I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> he hits, the vine wraps around your waist. Mm-hmm. Did I have... It starts dragging you into its smaller gaping maw. You don't fully fit, though. It chomps down. Am I grappled? You are grappled. Okay. And as you are pulled in, it can only fit so much of you in. There's just a jack-o'-lantern nomming on my leg. <laughs> Basically, yes. So, so it chomps down for three damage, an additional four fire damage. Okay. Uh, what was the... Well, I guess it was like piercing or bludgeoning or something at first. Yeah, the, the whip, like the vine would have been like a, a bludgeoning. Okay, got it. I only have defense to cold, so that's fine. And then it would go to Quill. So Quill, just let's just lay the scene out for a second. So you've opened this door, you've unbarred it, heard story, rush past, and then clang. And she's basically pressed up against it. Like, nope, not fucking happening. You hear this almost like whip-like noise just behind you. And, I mean, literally just behind you, just a few feet behind you, struggling and Ziggurat getting pulled towards this thing and then... Oh, I've had loads of pumpkin bread in my life, just so you know. Cool. Uh, what? And... <laughs> in a very Rava take the wheel, indicate to his lizard that it is in charge to direct this attack and kind of whip around and hand open fire ray of frost out, hoping to hit. Ratatouille me, my, my precious lizard. I believe in you. Uh, that'll be an 18 to hit. Okay, yeah, that hits. And that is a total of... Three cold damage. He's beginning to believe. Then it goes to Ziggurat. Ziggurat is like panicking a little bit and just grabs on to the nearest vine attached to him and will cast Shocking Grasp for 15 to hit. That is a hit. All right. That'll be five points of damage, of lightning damage. As you shock it, that light dims just a little bit for a second and then brightens back up in its eyes. And then it is Story's turn again. All right. I'm not moving. I am back to this door. Is there anything else moving or is it just this one pumpkin? Right now, the only pumpkin moving is the one that is perched just in front of this boulder about 5, 10, 15 feet away from the, the gate to the mine. Okay. Do I have a clear shot? 
Yes, you would have a clear shot. Yeah, because I'm up against the the. Well, I'm so remember, Zebra kind of got kind of pulled in in there. So he's sharing. Yep. That space with Pumpkin right now. Pumpkin is like gnawing on him. Should we best buds now? Eighteen plus seven for twenty-five. Fuck my life. Okay, yeah, that's a hit. You're okay with that? Are you sure? Um, you sure I you're guess. Okay with that? I mean, you guys haven't really hit the shit anyhow. So twelve plus eight is twenty. That is. That's twelve plus eight, right? So you hit it, and again, it just sails by. There comes nowhere near Zigrit, even though he is thoroughly entangled with this pumpkin. <laughs> the light goes out. And remember, you guys haven't hit one of the smaller pumpkins as someone's been grappled with one. What did I do? So the rotting pumpkin starts to fall in on itself and a noxious hot gas starts to escape from its oh. mouth and eyes. Zikrit, you were nauseated Ooh. since you were sharing a square with it. Is is that because that's not a condition here? No, it's not, but Essentially, okay, I'm you'll just get disadvantaged sick. for the next five minutes. Okay. On all saves. All saves? All saves. Got it. Quill, you are within 10 feet. You can't be double nauseated, so you're still nauseated. Timer just resets. Another five minutes. Realistically, it was what? 15 seconds into the last nauseated. Yeah, yeah, it's not a big difference, but Quill catches another whiff of that, like, real gross. And it is just vile, rotten pumpkin. No no pumpkins. I I never ever, no pumpkins. Like, someone took a dump in your jack-o'-lantern, lit it on fire, and just let it sit for two weeks mm. on your porch Mm-mm-mm. in the hot sun. If anyone ever recommends me pumpkin, I'm, I'm going Mm-mm-mm. to kill them. Things quiet down. You still recall you saw the other two pumpkins in this field that seemed different. But they're not moving. They're not twitching. Right now. I, I, don't, I don't mean to ask a lot. Can we just have a nice sit? I just... Oh. Oh, gosh. Are we out of initiative now? We're still in initiative order. Okay. Oh, I'm not feeling so good at night. Wait. Can I... We're still in initiative order. But I still have movement. You guys can do whatever you want right now, but if it comes down to it, I want you guys in initiative order in case you trigger something. Sure, makes sense. Uh I'm I want to put the bar back on the on the on the door. Story. Uh, Quill reaches out. Paul, what did you see in there? Let's So she just puts up her fingers and 
without leaving the path, uh, goes and double taps all of the weird pumpkins. They're not moving. She's going to make sure they're dead. She's going to go shoot them. She is clearing the field so they can talk in peace. So the ones you've already defeated? Or are not you the ones that are rotted. The, are you talking the two that are weird that you yes. haven't done anything with? Those are the yes. ones you're tapping? Those are the ones I'm hitting. And you're running up to them? No. Not when she's got a crossbow. Okay, double tap with the crossbow. Double tap, yes. I get it now. Okay, do an attack roll for me. I'm pretty. (laughs) Yeah, your wife is lucky. Uh, 17 plus 7 is 24. That's a hit. Eight damage. Which pumpkin did you shoot? One to the north or the one to the south? What one was closer? Uh, would be the one to the. Let's see. Ping you it. Are there. What's your range with the crossbow? Um, R- ridiculous, isn't it? It's like a hundred and some feet. Eighty to three twenty. And if I need to, I take the couple steps. I just don't leave the path. No, you're 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 fine. Um, right, because it's a like it's a crossbow crossbow, right? It's not a hand crossbow. That's right. What's your dex, uh, Quill? Quill's dex is a plus two. What's the number, though? The number is 15. Okay. You hit. What was the damage? Eight, because it's not with advantage or anything, right? Correct. Well, I'll say this one is with advantage. This one but, is? But this is, remember, this is damage, so you don't really do advantage on damage. No, but that means I can use sneak attack. Could but you could one. crit. Could roll as one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So should I roll again to see? Yes. Okay. Yeah, got a 12 on that one. And I can do sneak attack. Yep. 8 plus 5 is 13. We did correct addition in D&D. Yeah. Truly, we are the 1%. We well, I'm numer- numerically <laughs> dyslexic, so doing math in my head is a big deal. Well, I mean, it's just in general, <laughs> doing, doing D&D math is hard. It, it's hard anyway. So yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna keep unloading. I hope that my friends see what I'm doing. Pump, pumpkin enters the initiative. So thunk, chunk, pumpkin. Pumpkin chunkin. Title. Yeah. Your bolt hits the pumpkin and it opens its maw and eyes, but that dims for a second. And then it turns and lets out a blood curdling scream. You see the other fishy pumpkin turn. And it's eyeballing you. Dory, they're looking at us again. I can tell. Look at him and do the, yes, now kill them. Come on. <laughs> it's just, they want, uh, okay. This is a big combat for you guys. Jesus. Do the pumpkins go before Quill? Okay, it is angry pumpkin to the northwest. Can you ping that on the map again, please? Okay. They're both big ones. Where's the other one? Down here. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. He is going to scramble, his vines slapping the dirt and rock as he scrambles across the ground. Sees these irritating little nothings, and he's going to attack Zigrit. Mm-hmm. How's Zigrid doing for HP? I mean, he only got seven off. He's a tanky sorcerer, uh, being Dragonborn sorcerer and everything. So I'm at 23 of 30. How does seven do against your AC? Absolutely whiffs. Zigrid is onto these guys and isn't going to be had by some stanky vine. <laughs> and you just hear that snap and crack like a whip right next jerk away from it. And then the vine claws its way back to the pumpkin. We need so much pumpkin pie when we get back to town. And then it would be, it would go straight to Quill. Quill stumbles back to his feet. Oh, okay, buddy. With his hand just curves it out, trusting Rava to guide, guide his hand. Tired. <laughs> Tired of these pumpkins. Yeah, this has been the longest fight we've done. Quill is just tired of pumpkin. 13 to hit. Uh, that is a miss. Tired as he is, that is not in any mood to hit. Yeah, and what did you sling it, said pumpkin? Uh, Ray of Frost, so that cold damage. Yeah, so just this dreek of frost, this permafrost, just right across the ground, just next to the pumpkin. Then it would be Ziggurat's turn. Ziggurat was just uh, calculating the distance of these pumpkins that he's getting really sick of. And you see, uh, his story and Quill would see Ziggurat's scales glowing. His, his gold skin below his silver scales start to glow a little bit as he focuses in. And you see him like hold his wand up and he starts to pull one rock up that's like baseball size and two rocks. And he's going to catapult two separate rocks at both. They have to make a dexterity 14 saving throw. Yuck. If they fail on that saving throw, they take 20 damage. Okay. Ooh, fail. Hmm. Spicy rock damage. Spicy as fuck. One for either. I'm doing it. I cast it at second level, so I'm going to spend two sorcery points to twin catapult at second level. Pumpkin right next to Ziggurat. Rock plunges through, straight through the fucking side of this rotten, nasty-ass pumpkin. Pumpkin starts to crumble in on itself turns black, rots away, dead pumpkin. Other rock, arcs out, barely misses the pumpkin. Vine whips up at the last second and just knocks that rock away. Gips off the ground in front of it. This is an all or nothing spell, so it's not, it takes half. It's either it hits or it misses. Pumpkin to the south. Seeing that a rock was just thrown at it, moves forward to here. Unfortunately, 
its reach does not extend far enough. But you see a vine like whips out. It's a good five, six, seven feet away from you, but snaps out at you for just a second, curls around, peels in on itself, draws it back towards the pumpkin. Clearly, these pumpkins are not like intelligent. It's just that reflex. It's trying to grasp out at what hurt it or I tried to hurt it. Mm -hmm. That's its turn. And then it goes back to Story. Story is chilling outside of the gate to the mine. The mine is now again barred. The gate closed. She's got Quill standing right in front of her. What does Story do? She is going to... She is going to... 30 feet... While she is doing that run, she is going to drop her crossbow at Quill's feet on her way through. She is going to pull out her daggers, and she is going to do a two-weapon fighting bonus action. So she's going to use stab with both daggers, huh? Yes. Okay, give me your first attack. 12. So, dagger slices just past the pumpkin. Damn it, because that was my plus one dagger. Give me your next attack. Other dagger. 23. That one hits. With with two-weapon fighting, um, unless you have a proficiency with two-weapon fighting, you wouldn't apply your plus seven. It would just be a straight roll. Correct, yeah. To a 16. That still hits. Yeah, you would get your standard stat bonus, but you wouldn't get proficiency. Yeah. Okay. Is this a sneak attack? I will always ask. No, that's fair. Legit, if it were me, I would always be like, are you sure? Because maybe. That's where clerics and rogues are just like, an advantage on your next attack, and then... Instantly, no matter what the circumstance, sneak attack. You're a rogue. You're you're basically the <laughs> advocate for sneak attack. That's your entire job. So if either of you die, it would have been really great if that cleric that was hanging out with you had lived. You mean the one that Pelor just completely don't 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 talk about Benji. It's too soon. That's it. Is it's what I'm supposed to do. It would what what dick would have teased that for you and then taken that away cinematically? You killed Benji. You you killed old Yeller. If I had gotten to use any of this stuff in combat with him, yeah, no, no. I'm upset because that would have been a lot of damage, just the two, but it's fine. Freaking seven of damage piercing. Story turn is done it is quill quill uh putting a lot of faith in this this lizard to guide guide his hand from the sounds of it his friends are are actively engaged throws out another ray of frost for a total of eight a total of eight yeah eight to hit misses cleanly like Quill curves out, and in that instant, Rava 
sends this internal message of no not there and quill just turns quickly and throws it off into the distance rob is like are you fucking kidding me seriously that's where you threw it <laughs> rob says we gotta practice this i'm not good at this this is a complicated issue it's it's hard for me to do this rob okay, so we just have the one pumpkin right yeah Oh my god, I can throw the dumb daggers. You can throw the dumb daggers. And mm-hmm. you absolutely can. It's one of those things. I Rava, Rava, it's like I expected we'd have weeks of practice under our belt before we got in real combat. Not pumpkins. Angry pumpkin is going to attack this angry little bird that just pecked at it. Barely pecked at it. Who is now without her crossbow because she thought she'd be cool or some shit. Does a 23 hit? <laughs> no. You sure? Pretty, pretty sure. Yeah. So Vine whips out, wraps around Story's waist, starts dragging her in to its maw. What kind of maw? Uh, this one we'll say is a crooked smile with jagged. Okay, not not a toothy ma this time. <laughs> is it one of those those jack o' lanterns with like the the kind of silly square tooth? And... <laughs> it's just bludgeoning her with a single yeah, tooth. Yeah, it's just the one tooth. It's the silly one. And the worst part is, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that weird like half carved out tongue. That's like, who, who coughed these things? What monster made this? So three damage, normal damage. Two fire damage. Then it would go to. Oh, and I'm grappled, right? Yes, you are grappled right now. Then it would go to Ziggurat. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, what about Quill? Did Quill take his attack? Yeah, he he biffed. Yes, yeah, I biffed. Oh, okay. Yeah, he biffed, okay, cool. and then Pumpkin went, and now it. Got it. Okay, Ziggurat is going to do the same thing. Uh, it's kind of been working so far, so he's just gonna cast Frostbite. This you know cold, cold mist is gonna come up underneath the Pumpkin and start to slowly crisp it up down there with some. Nice frost for a whopping one damage on a con 14 saving throw. We thought we'd bake this pumpkin, but it turns out this pumpkin's gonna bake us. This pumpkin fails. So one damage. Uh, cold, yeah, yeah, cold damage. Oh, and then it has disadvantage. Yep, disadvantage on its next weapon attack, if it has a weapon attack. And and again, you you hit, and this this light dims for just a moment. So then it would go to story again. I can attack it, right? You can. So you can attack it. You can try to break free of the grapple, or you can try to move it, because technically you're grappled with it. You could try to shift it to another square if you thought that would be advantageous. Which it's yeah, I'm weak AF, but I have pointy things. Yeah, I'm going to attack it twice again. 22, does that hit? Believe it or not, that is a hit. Nine damage. And then 16, 
before you even do anything else. You stab into its maw as you are being chomped on. It starts to rot around you. Horrible, horrible, hot, rotten pumpkin flesh falling down around you and you are nauseated. Disadvantage on all your saving throws for the next five minutes. She's going to stink just like us. She just stands there. With her daggers. Yeah. So yeah, I look around. Are, is there any others? Do a perception check. Dirty 20. You do not see any obvious signs of any other weird pumpkins right now. Um, can we just sit down for a sec? Take out my flask of endless water that we got from uh, Maud. Just start just sipping on that. I'm like, oh, I don't care. I feel awful. Are they all gone? Please tell me they're gone. How long is a short rest? Uh, an hour, traditionally, yeah. I'm just resting for five minutes to shake the nausea, but I, I would be down for a short rest if, if, if you guys want to try. Quill wants to get rid of that nausea. First thing that story does is go up to Ziggurat and, like, make with the... Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, my stomach. Cast prestidigitation, clean her up, do the same with myself and with Quill. Yeah, we don't smell up shit anyway. Whatever this is. So now that she's clean, she takes out her book <laughs> and writes down, we need a plan, we need a rest. I think they're all gone. Right. Um, what, what was in there? You didn't seem fond of going inside. I, I explain. Blood. You suppose it's the girl. Scrapey, creepy blood. I don't know. But we need a plan. We need a rest. Well, all I can think of is Svena. Uh, or, sorry, the, the, the dwarf. The, the one that was like abductions and what... I think I think we're on the right track here. Imagine one of those things lying around the side of the road. Oh, pumpkin. We'll take it home. No, it takes you home. In Ragoon, Pie takes you. Take me home tonight. Phil's <laughs> <laughs> lying on the ground. Kay. Yeah, I'm going to scrape together some, some wood and if there's any around from like the outlying forest and just make a pile and press it to take a fire and just kind of hang out around it. Yeah, there's a lot of like dried old wood. There's not like a lot of new growth or anything like that, but there is a lot of really dry, brittle vines everywhere. I'm going to roll one hit die and recover to max. There we go. Yep, I'm back to max. I am no longer grappled. I am over by my guys. Every single one of my abilities is reset on a long rest. Oh, no. But that's okay. I'm actually not tapped yet, so I'm still good. I got plenty of spell slots. I, I was mostly wanting to make sure I had enough HP. Short rest, things go uneventfully. You don't see any more pumpkins quivering or shaking or making odd advances towards you, like some sort of awful 
awful adult cartoon. Every single like leaf that blows over story is on it. <laughs> Crossbow. Fuck you, leaf. <laughs> nice job with that one. That one super helpful. What do you guys want to do now? So we've got to go in. Do we have any light? Do you have to, though? I mean, you could just let this little girl die. You'd be monsters. You'd be monsters. It'd be fine. Do we have any light? I have a torch. Okay. So that's it. We just have torches. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hand out. Do you have torches in your packs? Otherwise, I have ten. Who has low light vision? Who has dark vision? I believe. I guess. It's so funny because like 70% of the races in D&D have dark vision and dragonborns don't. I think Kenku don't. And yeah, there's like just a handful that don't. <laughs> yeah, Tabaxi have dark vision, so. But Ziggert still takes out a torch, lights one, hands it to Story, and then lights one himself with prestidigitation. I will knock off two torches from my inventory. I just want you both to know, no pumpkins, please. Never again. Yeah, but when you bake them in a pie, they no, don't try to eat you. I, I, I understand. No, listen, listen. Hey, Quill, trust me. Whenever I was out on a hunt, and a particularly difficult beast happened to if, if elude me or almost kill me, the best thing to do was take that beast home, cook it, and eat it. All I can think about right now is having a Biggest piece of pumpkin pie when we get back to town. In the desert, when a creature tried to eat you, we generally respected its space and just left it alone. It's fair. Well, Story and I will have pumpkin pie then. I'm going to move you guys to the next... I don't like that map that you just put <laughs> up. I'm going to move you to the next map. But yes, uh, we... We should go in and find this girl, uh, or at least I don't want to seem down uh, what remains of her, but I'd really, I, I hope that she's alive. Her grandparents deserve either her or a conclusion. Yes. Our, our character things are really big compared to the map. I, I know, I, I couldn't resize it because we don't have the premium version, um... so I can't resize it to appropriate levels. But How much is the premium version? I don't even remember. Do you guys actually head in? I just moved you for sake of ease. Yeah, we're, we're going in to this place. So you guys have taken your rest. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So you lift the bar off of this iron gate. You again hoist the gate open, and with this rusty creak, it slowly grinds open. Now that things are less hectic, you notice dried black, bloody claw marks on the inside of the gate as though people were trying to get out and trying to claw at the gate. As you walk in, you look down and you see what appear to be tracks from a cart system. 
you see dried blood splattered on the walls on either side. Written in dried blood towards the bottom. You see, God's help us all. And then drag marks in the dirt, deeper into the mine, off into this murky darkness. And that's where we're going to end our episode tonight. Return to the ship. Nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to make sure. Thank you to everyone who is listening to this show. As always, we at Uber Geek Media really appreciate the support. We would love a follow on Twitch if you're watching on Twitch. We would also really love it if you would continue to spread the word about In Absentia on whatever platform you're listening to In Absentia on. I get such a kick out of people actually just being like, oh, I really like your show. I, I can't even describe how exciting that is for me. If you like our show, so follow or subscribe or whatever that app describes it as. Just keep on downloading, keep on listening to this show. If you want to help support us monetarily, you can do that at Patreon. You can do that at our website, ubergeekmedia.com. You can click on the donate button. We also have an embedded podcast player on the website if you click on the in absentia button as always i'm steve you can find me at uber geek media on pretty much any social media or jeshik one above me i have looking super douchey right now i've got john i'm your local wear bro john you can find me at seasonal bud where i will be extolling the virtues of bush light hams and maybe even pbr you wrote that up didn't you no i didn't extolling or virtue are probably not words a bro would say <laughs> no Shame that's true me. those are too this big. is a scholarly uh, bro bro <laughs> bro yeah i've been i've been to college for at least 10 years slow down man wilder yeah there are lots of people that have been go to school for seven years you know they're called doctors it's true it's uh, I don't have a master's degree yet, but I'm working on it. I don't have my bachelor's. Totally. I don't have my bachelor's either, but that's a different question. I've really worked hard not to get enough credits in one area that I can get one degree, but... Hey, that's that's a legit strat some people do, is to uh, not get a degree. And then we have Anne. Hi. You can find me at... The Crafty Heathen on most of your social media. I have not only checked my Twitter, but post. I, well, I responded to something, but I did a thing. I was so proud of myself. Uh, and it, please, if you have advice for rogues or for people who aren't good at rules, I love friendly help. The people that aren't good at rules turn out to be DMs. Just saying. Well, I'm well on my way. Wait a second. <laughs> Whoa, I took my headphones off for a second. I feel attacked. <laughs> That's why I'm a GM. I'm horrible with rules. I make them up. Then we have Mark. <laughs> I'm Mark. I've been Zirit the Dragonborn Sorcerer. And you can find me here. Or on Saturdays. 
Yeah. I just realized how little I know this episode is like, oh, I don't know how to play my character. I just want to stab things. It's fine. And I'm have a good night. Bye.